Welcome to Make Pods Great Again. I'm your host, John Woolley, content creator for the Instagram page, Make Wads Great Again. Welcome back to the podcast. Feels like it's been a minute, uh, but I'm back today. Oh, well, go ahead. What? I was going to say, it has been a minute. We've been (laughs) trying, but it didn't work. I know. That's Nikki. So for those listening, co-host Nikki's back. How are you, Nikki? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Good. How's the open treating you? Oh God, I'm just trying to survive. I'm just trying to not throw up and or die one or the other. I almost puked when I did the workout the first time. I, I'm, I like to go on record. I'm puke free in nine years. Ooh, good for you. No, I'm, I'm close to it. I'm the same or close to it. I don't really, I don't know. Whenever people tell me that they work out so hard, they throw up. I'm just like, why though? Yeah. I don't think you should say good for you. Like, wow, you've done really great. And you're not throwing up. It just means I'm not working very hard. No, no. It means you've got total control over your bodily functions. Well, I look, I, I don't have a, a sensitive tummy as it is. I've, I've had moments where I've gotten really close, but um, I've never gotten there. Now I was hurting pretty bad on Friday night. We did Friday night lights. We do that every year at, at Cliffside or for the last two opens anyway. And um I made the same mistake as everybody else. I hit that first round in like 40 seconds. Yep. Because I looked at the wide, I'm, you know, I'm in the scale division, which we can talk about. But I, uh, I'm like, all right, I can hit this hard. It's basically just burpees. So, you know, 65 pounds on a snatch. Like my one rep max is 180. So I'm like, I'll crush the snatch, you know? Yeah. And so I did the first round in like 42 seconds. Second round was like 43 seconds. Third round was like 57 seconds. And I looked at the clock and literally went, I am screwed. And so I, fucked. And I was like end to end. Oh my God. It was so bad. Yep. I did the bad. exact same thing. I went out way too hot and, uh, and I was doing it with a group of people and I was like, you know, pulling ahead, pulling ahead, feeling really good. I was like, yeah, I'm going to do well. And I'm like ahead of this group and I'm going to, and then, um, yeah, I just tanked, man. I just, it was bad. Not cute at all. Yeah. I, re- I redeemed myself though. So I did the first on Friday night, I did it in 1255, which I thought was uh, not fast enough. I mean, everybody else, you know, uh, because they weren't, there weren't a lot of people scaling, weren't finishing or they were getting right to the very end, you know? And so I didn't have anything to judge against. And then I went back and started looking at times. I'm like, I just, it doesn't feel like it's fast enough. So I went back and did it again on Monday. And this time, I'm like, all right, I'm going to set a pace of a minute five per round and not come off that pace. Just hold all it. Right. And I held that pace the whole way and finished it in 1131. So oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So, you. so I'm so much more fit now than I was on yeah. Friday. Totally. That's exactly what that means. I'm super jealous that you got a chance to redo it. I typically do. I've, I've redone basically every open water ever since I started CrossFit in, in 2010. And, um, I didn't have a chance to this weekend and it was a bummer was driving, driving, traveling for the holiday weekend with my husband. And we, this was the shittiest thing on Friday. We got in the car, we drove for five hours, hopped out, did, did the wad, jumped back in the car, drove for three more hours. And then I wanted the chance to redo it on Monday, but, um, you know, we spent like 10 hours in the car on Monday trying to get home and it just didn't happen. Oh, well, I, I know. Was- I rarely redo. Um, I, haven't re- I didn't redo any of them last year, and there were a couple I wanted to, but I was kind of at a one-and-done policy. And then this year, I decided, all right, you know, last year in the scale division, I think I finished, like, maybe 13th in the world. And so I'm like, all right, I want to get top 10 worldwide. And so I'm going to redo them to make that happen. I know that sounds very, very egotistical of me, but <laughs> eh, but anything for the gram, baby. This is all for Instagram. So That's right. 
Yeah. No, I think that's great. My thing is this, like, I'm going to work out anyway. I'm going to work out on Monday. I'm going to work out on Friday. I'm going to work out on Monday. So if I'm going to the gym and I'm going to work out, why would I not, you know, give myself the opportunity to get better at, at something that is measurable? Like, you know, not every leaderboard is, is open to the entire world. So it's just cool. Like I'm, I'm literally already at the gym. Why would I not try again? Yeah. I don't know if I'll redo all of these. If I have one where I feel like I gave my best effort, you know, first go around, I, I definitely won't redo it, but this one, I knew, I knew three rounds in, it wasn't my best effort. Like I knew I had mm-hmm. totally just had approached the workout incorrectly and my ego couldn't stand that. I wasn't smart enough to figure that out on the first go. So I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to redo and and prove that I'm right. And I did like, I proved that I knew what I was doing. Finally. Um, How's your mental game? Like for me, it's, it's the kind of thing where even if I feel like I gave it my best physical effort, I know my mental game like sucks. So once I already know what a workout's like, I'm probably going to do better the second time around anyway, just because now I know now I'm there. That fear of the unknown doesn't exist for me. Is it like that for you? Um, it depends. I mean, you know, so I'm a banker by trade. So I, I am really good at keeping statistics and kind of math in my head. And I've, I'm, I think humbly that I'm very good at looking at a workout and telling you how long it should take based on how long I can do each movement. So like, as an example, we had a workout at the gym. It was, uh, basically three rounds, 400 meter run, 21 wall balls, uh, 21 toes to bar, 400 meter run, 15 and 15. 400 meter run nine and nine. So Ooh, I would know, love that. Yeah, it was great. But it's toes to bar and, and wall ball. So I looked at it and it took, took me like two minutes to go, all right, that's an, you know, I should be under 10 minutes. I should not be, you know, I, it should fall between eight and 10 minutes at the most. Cause it's, you know, essentially, you know, anywhere from five to six minutes worth of running, depending on how good a runner you are. And then you've got, you know, three to four minutes to do the actual work that's in the gym. And I did it in like nine fifteen. you know, and, and that was, you know, first guess. Oh, hold on. Sorry. <laughs> Bean. Bean. Everybody say hi to Bean. Bean is literally on the keyboard right now. Bean is such a dick. I love him so much. You mean make him Bean talk? Bean is my spirit animal. I'd probably make him talk. Bean, are you hungry? Are you hungry? You want some food? Are you hungry? You're not going to talk? You're shy? <laughs> He's like, okay. fuck off, dad. I know. He's such a jerk. <laughs> He's like, he's such a jerk. Um. But yeah, so I've, I mean, but I've done this for a long time, nine years. So at this point, I think I've kind of figured that out. So I, my mental game, I think is okay at looking at them and having a sense, but I do second guess myself with anything programmed by Dave Castro, because he seems to have the ability to combine movements that, that almost counteract each other. So like that one, again, this is just my opinion. I underestimated how much the snatches would jack my heart rate up, even at the lightweight. And they really impacted the burpees where, um, you know, that doesn't always happen to me. I've got that figured out in most of the cases, but I just, for whatever reason, I don't think I've ever done that combo together, you know? So, yeah, I don't know. We'll see, you know, the great news about the open, you can redo it as many times as you want. It's also the bad news. <laughs> it's just a great and terrible news. It is. <laughs> it's great and terrible in so many ways. Um, yeah. It's the open in a nutshell. I know. I thought this first week was interesting. I, you know, I made a joke on my page that all the games athletes are pissed off that Frazier's been doing nothing but working on his barn for the last, you know, eight weeks and he's still got a top 10 finish. So that was pretty fun. I mean, you can't shake him, man. He's the champ. Eight and a half minutes. I mean, it was, it's kind of ideally made for him. It's lightish weight. You know, he's short, so the burpee should be quick. Oh my God. Um, CrossFit is made for him. 
It is. It's but all come major. on now. Yeah. But yeah, let's let's talk about some of the people that killed this thing. So Chandler Smith and, and Pat Vellner tied for 13th at 838. I mean, no offense to either of those guys, but I, you know, they're I didn't see them in a top 20 finish on this one. It's kind of a specialist workout, but I mean, they both just crushed it. Yeah. I mean, I just thought it was going to be more, more sort of like inclined for those engine athletes because the weights weren't necessarily heavy enough to make a big difference, you know, depending on how strong you are. It's not like the strongest athletes are going to have a crazy advantage. Like, you know, 65, 95 is light for everyone of that caliber. So I thought it was going to be, mainly those those engine heavy athletes but you know some thick boys up there in the well yeah spots like tim paulson tim paulson 17th i mean he's a he's a thick boy like he's well over 200 pounds tall like you know he's just a big guy but 841 uh willie george you know he's a big dude 850 um I don't know. And there they're some, so some, fast. Oh my God. Oh, they're all fast. Like there's so many. So things. gross. And you know, there's a lot of surprising names in here. I didn't expect to see like Dane Smith. So the youngest of the Smith brothers, 25th, which is great. I mean, you know, you know, now Dane is, um, I don't know how tall Dane is, but so he's a shorter his athlete, but he's yeah. like strong, like bull for sure. Yeah. So again, like I didn't expect that to even be any type of advantage, but. Well, it's just interesting. Like he beat Knowles and by a couple spots, you know, which... and I really thought this, I mean, it was obviously a great event for Noah, but I thought this was going to be a Noah sweet spot, like top five. And then uh, Roman Krenikov finished 37th. I hope his uh, top 50th comes with a visa. Otherwise it's <laughs> wasted time for him. I know Again. he was on such a crusade last season too. and did so well across so many different events for nothing. Wah, wah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. So mm-hmm. it, really, really interesting, I thought, on the men's side. The women's side, um, man, uh, Emma McQuaid, sub eight minutes. Did you watch? Did you actually I watch did. her do it? I did. Man, it was Wild. ridiculous. I watched it this morning, actually. It's on, um, for those of you that don't watch it, uh, on Arm and Hammer has it on his page. And she destroyed that thing. I've never seen anybody move that fast. Just the muscle in all those snatches. I know. She Irish. Did I hear that? Yeah, sir? I think so. Yeah. Man, that's impressive. I mean, not because she's Irish. It's just impressive. <laughs> um, so I can't believe she wasn't too drunk to do the open. Uh, oh, no, there we go. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, Sam, you know, a lot of the interesting thing to me, though, on the women's side, a lot of familiar names at the top. So where the men, you had a bunch of names at the top that, you know, bluntly, I think aren't. I mean, they're all great athletes, but they're not the names you normally hear at the games. But on the women's side. Other than Emma McQuaid, Samantha Briggs, Sarah Sigmund's daughter, Carrie Pierce, Annie Thor's daughter, Kristen Holt, like, of Jamie course, Green. Of course, of course, of course, of course, yeah. I mean, literally, I, I go through like the first 12 names and they're all games athletes, you know, mm-hmm. like one after the other, you know. So it's it's interesting how that panned out. Um, and the you women's that, times are crazy. Ugh, gross. Yeah. Totally you know, crazy. I was going to say it's it's almost the exact same story um, for the men and the women on the side of the athletes that didn't do so well, where there's like a long list of men's names that sort of surprised me. And the women's list is much shorter. Well, give me the men's names. Who were they? So I'm reading this off of an article that I saw on the barbell spin, which is really interesting. It's titled oops, 20.1 did not go as planned for these athletes, which I feel like is already starting to sling some mud. Right. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, it's, it's names that we know and love. It's games athletes who still had great times, but it's like that quote that Sean Woodland said years ago, like you don't even realize how good you have to be to suck at the CrossFit games. So these are great times, but these are names of, of guys that are going to have to really work in the next few weeks to, to do better and get into a qualifying spot. So um, starting the list with Saxon Panchik, who finished, I will say, in 929, which is an unbelievable time, but it got him in 107th place so far. And I don't know if these are updated as... Um, as yes, he'd be lower be than that. Yeah, probably lower than that. Now it's like 122nd as it stands today. Yeah. But what's interesting about that, so like that 929, the difference between 122nd and being, I'm going to scroll back, 75th is, you know, 918, so 10 seconds. Yeah. That's J- Jacob wow. Hepner is 78th at 918. So, you know, we'll go through the list here, but I, I will preface it by saying, the same thing happened last year. You're going to see wild changes in this board next week. Like something that could happen next week. You've got all these guys at the top, you know, and I don't, I don't know all these guys, but let's say like, uh, well, BK, he's third, right? So he's a big guy, tall guy. Like they throw in a movement that's prohibitive to big, tall guys next week. He may drop 300 spots. I mean, who knows? You know, yeah, you never know. But um, anyway, here's some more, some more names of guys who are going to have to put in some work. Uh, Lucas Esslinger. Ben Smith, Nick Block, James Newbery, uh, Dan Bailey, who I'd love to see do really well. It's his first, you know, strong season back after his surgery. Um, Easy Muhammad, Lucas Parker, Bronislaw Alenkowicz, who does some of the coolest stuff, if you haven't seen <laughs> just right. the random shit that he's able to pull off uh, with CrossFit movements. And Cody Anderson's on that list, too. So. Yeah, I think if you're top 200, you're okay. I mean, I was I talked to Marquand Jones about this. So he's a games athlete, and um, you know, he's he's a tall guy. He was a wide receiver at Clemson, mm-hmm. about as fit as anyone I've ever seen. I mean, he's ridiculously fit. He was he's one thirteenth right now. So he did it in nine twenty eight, kind of this, you know, right around the same time Saxon did. And uh, he said to me, top 200s was really his goal, and I yeah. think that's probably. You know, if you really want to be competitive on day on, you know, open wad two, three, four, and five, you have to be top 200 on day one. Otherwise you are, who was it? Um, last, in the last open, it was, um, he finished second this year. Go on, help me out. He finished second this year. Yeah. Who finished second at the games this year? I'm having an old man moment. CrossFit so games. Who I'm did, having a, I'm who, having an old, uh, an old so, lady moment. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna edit this out because we're both too stupid Please to actually do. host this, to host BKG this podcast. Yes, Noah Olson. Thank you. Duh. Oh my God, we're so dumb. Thank you for oh. fucking nothing. Anyway, uh, that that happened to Noah last year. He had a horrendous first workout. I mean, clearly it wouldn't be in his wheelhouse. It was wall balls and rowing. And then he spent the entire open climbing up the leaderboard, you know, and he did, he climbed way up the leaderboard. Right. Um, And you know, he did the same thing at Wadapalooza and then ended up on the podium and then ended up getting the invite. Yeah. But I, you know, I think in, in this scenario, like, you know, you have to, you have to do pretty well in week one. Otherwise the other weeks are kind of dead to you. So let me give you, let me give you this short list of, of ladies names who maybe did not finish exactly where they wanted to finish. Uh, Amanda Barnhart, Maddie Sturt, Colleen Fodge, Daniel Brandon, Haley Adams, and Ike Gilfa daughter. Where'd my girl Amanda finish? I didn't see her score. Well, so again, this isn't, hasn't been updated since the, um, 
since the verification process has gone through. So in this article, it's 102nd, but it's probably a little bit further down the list now. Yeah, she's probably okay, though. Um, I would yeah. imagine. I mean, that's, you know, again, this one probably wouldn't be in her wheelhouse, I would think. I mean, I, I don't know. I'd have to ask her to find out, but she's tall. You know, um, I would define her as bigger. I don't mean that the way it sounds, but like she's, she's super strong, you know, and I'm not sure burpees are uh, probably her favorite movement. I know, but then Maddie stirs, right? The next name on the list and she's so little. Yeah, well. Yeah, I don't know. This was just a rough one. This is just like some evil genius of Dave Castro figuring out exactly how to punch us right in the gut week one. Can we talk about how I'm sixth in the world? We should talk about I that. I am so proud of you. <laughs> Look at you go. In the, in the scale division. So, um, yeah, I, you know, I, I catch grief for this all the time. They're like, you should be RX team. Why aren't you scaled? So here's my story behind this. So I am okay. five for five in opens where I RXed and getting injured five for five okay. where I go in an RX and I walk out of that open with some sort of injury. I learned this lesson a couple of was when muscle up bar muscle ups came into the open for the first time. I'd never done one before. And I'm like, I'm going to learn to do these before I have to, you know, actually doing competition. So I, you know, they did the announcement on Thursday. I go in Friday morning. I took off of work if I remember right. And I go in and I start working on them and I shredded both of my hands and I learned how to do a muscle up in a day. And then I go in on Saturday and I do the competition and I get 16 in the wad, which was a short wad. So 16 was a good number, right? All right. All right. My shoulder didn't work right again for a year after that because I'd never done one oh. before. And then I just, you know, I just hammered away at them for two days, basically, you know? Right. And, uh, and yeah, so I'm like, I learned that I'm like, this is just dumb. Like, why am I giving myself repetitive stress injuries over something that doesn't really matter or, you know, uh, didn't matter much at the time. So I decided last year during the last open to start scaling them because A, I want to come out healthy and B, these scaled workouts are hard as hell. And this one was hard as hell. I mean, it was the same number of burpees, same number of reps. The weight was 65 for the men instead of 95. But, you know, here's the thing, like if you can move 65 pounds, which I can move really fast, then you have to move the burpees, and, you know, cause you're not getting the, basically the, what I would consider a penalty by doing the heavier weight. Right. And uh, it sucked. Like I think <laughs> I've been, I've been coughing for two days. So I don't, you know, I don't feel bad about scaling. I guess my point is I think more people should be scaling. I think they should, you know, let their ego step back and go, man, oh, if, yeah. if I can't finish the workout, I should have scaled it. Not yeah, going, I mean you know, I should RX it and, you know, I, I just need to, you know, two more minutes and I would have been done or whatever their complaint is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't, maybe I, I would agree more of that in that. Oh my God. I need more coffee. I would agree more with that statement. If it were a slightly higher skill, uh, workout, I think if you get close to finishing, you're probably right where you want to be for something like this because, uh, engine and trying to find your way into the pain cave and live in that dark space and push through the pain. Like that's something that burpees, that burpees forces you to do. And that's something that people uh, probably could do RX, I feel like, or, or need to need to be in a position where they force themselves to figure it out. Otherwise they're not going to do. Oh. Um, but I totally am with you, especially on like a bar muscle up or a gymnastics type of high skill um, event or workout. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. I mean, none of them were easy during the last open. This one didn't feel easy. I'll be interested to see. Um, you know, what the next four look like, but it was certainly my best finish. I mean, you know, better than any that I had in last year's open. So I'd like to fingers crossed, you know, get top 10, maybe. It's we'll awesome. See. We'll see. I think that you should be the wild card. 
<laughs> I'll ask, I'll, I'll send a message to, to Glassman to see how he goes, see how he feels about that. I would love that. You actually might still do better than some of the national champions. I'm going to try to get a wild card for my dad. Have you been following that on my page? Of course I have. I'm obsessed with him. Oh my God. So, and he's like, he, he has lost his flipping mind. So uh, for, for those that have not heard the story. So uh, my dad has had some health problems for last year. He was a uh, athlete in college. So I don't know if I've ever told you this story, but he was a baseball player. No. He, was, he was a pitcher and a really good athlete, but he, you know, he grew up in that era, you know, in the deep South, even where, you know, fitness in those days where you'd roll out of bed and you do a couple hundred push-ups and a couple hundred sit-ups and, and that was it. And then get you know, a good he, pump going. Yeah. You know, and he was just, uh, he was just a good kind of natural athlete. He was a really good pitcher and he pitched in college and, you know, at least for a year or so. And, um, and that was his thing. Well, he hasn't done, you know, anything fitness related for decades, you know, like he's always been active. He, you know, he raises, uh, beagles for field trials. So he's out walking in the woods with them and, and that sort of thing, but he's never worked out per se. And so in the last year or so, he's had a few health problems and, and, uh, you know, he's bigger than he wants to be. So he's decided that he wanted to get fit and went and joined the local CrossFit, which is a great gym there in Tupelo called Rise to Fitness CrossFit. And, uh, they have been kicking his ass and it's hysterical to watch. Awesome. Yeah. So I, I, yeah, so he's doing the open. I posted a video of him doing, um, doing 20.1 and that thing, I swear to God, it's gotten a couple hundred thousand views. It's absolutely ridiculous. And so now, you know, he's bragging to my mom that, you know, women from France are messaging him and Uh (laughs) he's the next big Insta celebrity. Well, I know people keep messaging me, asking me to create a page for him. And I'm just, I'm not willing to do it. I can barely run my own page. I'm not running one for him too. I can't imagine you having, no way. That's too much, too much work. (laughs) His page would be more popular than yours too. In like two seconds, everybody would love him. Maybe. I, I don't know. I tell you what he did get though. Um, Assault bike sent him a, a custom t-shirt or a limited edition t-shirt. I love that. I know. It was so funny because he bitched at me about the assault bike and I put it in my story and the owner saw it and sent him a t-shirt. I'm like, that's nice. I love so, that. Yeah. Well, and it's good to know he hates the assault bike as much as the rest of us. So it's not just our generation. It's all generations. I think that thing's terrible. <laughs> Transcends generations. Yeah. Hey, I have some breaking news. Oh, give it up. The next Dave Castro, uh, sort of not hint, hint photo on Instagram. <laughs> what is it? Uh, it's just a picture of grass on a lawn. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. I don't know if someone's going to get real technical and be like, that's crab grass or that's a weed in there or something. I don't fucking know. It's grass. It doesn't mean shit. My theory is that he likes to fuck with us. He posts whatever that you can retrofit the friggin' you know wad into later on oh two too many horses or a donkey and a mini horse because it was a couplet and then one of the movements was shorter than the other movement no he just posts whatever he wants and he knows he gets the internet riled up and then you know we can retrofit whatever explanation we want i like the picture of the two donkeys that one donkey was slinging pipe and uh <laughs> it was it was impressive oh i'm like God. I'm like, man, Dave, what are you doing? And I'm taking a picture of this donkey's dong and then posting it and telling us it's 20.1. I'm like, more like 20.8. Anyway, 20.12. Um, <laughs> exactly. Wow. Oh yeah. So now I'm looking at the picture and it's just, it's just grass. It's just it's, grass. He's lost his mind. He's absolutely lost his mind. 
no, I think we have lost our minds. Like, he's the only sane one here. He posts grass and we lose our shit. I know. I don't even I don't even care about his sense. I don't even care what it is. I'll just wait till Thursday. They'll announce it. I'll deal with it Thursday night and then go do it Friday morning. That's yeah, that's basically how I feel about it, too. I actually coach on Thursday nights, so I've been stopping my class in the middle of in the middle of whatever we're doing and watching it live and then, you know, pretending to watch them as they continue to work out, but really just watching it on my phone. There you go. <laughs> well, I'm excited about the remain the remainder of the open. I think there's a lot of good, uh, you know, a lot of good um, times that were posted in week one and a lot, a lot of my favorite athletes are right up there. So it'd be interesting to see how, you know, the rest of it shakes out, but so far yeah. so good. So far, so good. And then sanctional season is kind of officially upon us. I mean, the events start next month. Oh, I know. I can't even wrap my mind around it. I yeah. gotta get to, I'll get to the open before I worry about it. The only thing I'm worried about right now is uh, that. And then we've got the winter classic in December mm-hmm. and, uh, and then Christmas. Those are the three things I'm worried about right now. So that's my that's life. It? That's it. That's everything I'm worried about in the whole world. Your followers are going to be so sad. Why? Well, you, you want me to worry about, about them? Well, I mean, you know, I mean, I, yeah, of course, each and every one of you, I worry about. <laughs> I I sit around and I'm like, I wonder how Frankie three two nine six five is doing. <laughs> oh, I hope he's I hope he's doing well. I wonder how meat slab seventy eight's <laughs> feeling today. Wonder how fat booty sixty nine is. <laughs> I hope she's good. You're all special snowflakes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you uh, want any any fancy CrossFit gifts for Christmas? What are you putting on your on Santa's list? Um, I feel like I got everything I need. I don't know. I mean, you know, I I tend to give more than I get. I am excited that I can finally, you know, buy gifts for my dad and know exactly what to get him. Now he's CrossFit him and get him some rogue shirts and, oh, fun. and uh, I know it'll be great. I, I should get my that. I should get my mom the same stuff. Just send the message. I'll get my mom some booty shorts. We'll see how that goes. Hey. I think everyone should, I think more people, more dudes included should be in booty shorts. Hey, speaking of, and then we've got to wrap it up here in a minute, but, um, so the previous, the podcast before this that I hope everyone listened to, uh, with, uh, the owner of, uh, the chesty, you familiar with the chesty? Um, yeah, you talked to Nicole. She's amazing. Yeah, she's awesome. So I got a package from her yesterday. She sent me two pairs of shorts and a prototype shirt that they make for men and a t-shirt Well, the shorts. It is like, Guys out, thighs out. These things are hey. short, man. So your boy's going to be wearing his own booty shorts for 20.2. It's going to be awesome. I'm very excited. I'm so ready. I hope I'm they're really into that. I hope, I, I, I hope they're squats. They're very squats. Cause these shorts are squat ready, man. They I are short. More men in short shorts, more men in, in leggings too. Please. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know about leggings. I don't want it to look like I'm smuggling anything, but the, the shorts, <laughs> the shorts make me nervous because you know, you know, you do a squat. Next thing you know, you're hanging brain. Like I don't want to do that. Like it's just bad. You're banned yeah. from the gym for life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta be careful what kind of underwear you wear. But we'll see. I think it's fine. I think girls risk life and limb every day to wear booty shorts. I think it's fine. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll see. These shorts are cool. They're super comfy. So I'm looking forward to working out. And I'm not I'm not sure the gym will be looking forward to it, but I'm I'm looking forward to it. That's cool that she sent you that. She is such a boss. She's like my life goals on every level. Oh, she's amazing. Absolutely amazing. So, and I was really excited to, to uh, get free swag. I always like free swag. So (laughs) anyway, all right. Any guesses before we, before we sign off here, any guesses for 20.2? 
Um, well, I'm, I'm looking at that grass and I'm guessing, um, overhead squats and toaster bar. Oh God. Okay. I'd be down for that. I love toaster bar. So I'd be down for that, even though I don't know what the scale would be this time. Hopefully they, uh, up that scale to actual toaster bar. Cause I'm pretty decent at those, but, um, and rowing, I'm just going to throw that out there too. I'd be growing with- overhead squats, toaster bar. All right. That's your, that's your guess. I'm, I don't, I don't I'd, even know why. I'd be great with all of that. That'd be awesome. It'd be right up my alley, or at least the rowing and the toaster bar. There's literally nothing that would be right up my alley, quote unquote. Unless yeah, we had five minutes to friggin' max out your power clean, one rep max power clean. That's the only thing I got going for me. If if the wad is create a caption for this picture for time, I'm gonna crush it. All set. You're first in the world, man. Yeah. Uh, Otherwise you're right. There's nothing up my alley either. I just like to tell myself there are things up my alley when there really is nothing up my alley. (laughs) For some reason that just sounds vulgar. So we'll sign off on that. So uh, sounds great. All right. Well, Nikki is great talking to you as usual Uh, to everyone listening. We appreciate you guys being on make pods great again, and we will talk to you soon.